This is the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. Welcome to the Liberator Podcast. My name is Jeremy Kubitschek, and as always, I'm here with my amazing partner in liberation, Steve Cockrum. Steve, how are you today, brother? I'm incredibly well. Believe it or not, I'm even in your time zone, which uh, is a rare treat for me to be in uh, Central Standard Time. Yes. Welcome to the U.S. of A. <laughs> Uh, tell our our listeners where you are today, Steve. Now that's it. I'm, I'm in a place called Opelika, Alabama, which is um, when the locals say it, it sounds something like "I hope you like us" or "Hope Opelika." <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing. I've been I've been up in Kentucky as well in Bourbon Country, and uh, headed down here. So I've been having a Having a blast. I hope you've been working hard while I've been having fun. Okay, so you've been, I, I, it was kind of breaking up. So you've been drinking bourbon and now you're Hope, hope You Like It, right? Is that what you just said? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Discretion Actually, and discipline, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a fun. Well, I, I'm in the uh, non-travel season and so I'm actually mm. at, at home for a season. So I'm, I'm excited that you're in my time zone uh even though we're not hanging out together awesome man well um are Mm -hmm. you are you enjoying being back in america i love america whether my waistline enjoys america i don't know but the uh the the quality of steak is staggering so uh yeah so they like their steak up there that's for sure would you say then then america is better than england is that what you're saying I'm saying that Americans' food has more sugar and corn syrup in it, and therefore it's more enticing. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Do you think that's uh, that's called sugar lobbyist? Uh, the sugar yeah, lobbying yeah. Uh, done a really good job over the last fifty yeah. years. <laughs> and I've, I've, de- I've developed a new um, addiction for coconut shrimp. I don't know if you ever had those. They're like uh, they, mu- they must be fed something because they're hugely shrimp and sort of fried and then we put them in sweet chili sauce and um apparently they're incredibly healthy for you yeah 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 well coconut <laughs> shrimp they only exist around hawaii they're just around the islands of hawaii that's the only place you can get coconut shrimp <laughs> well, appara- apparently not they've flown all the way to, <laughs> to kentucky <laughs> obviously fresh very fresh yes 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 no uh anything fried with batter and sugar on it dipped in Sweet chili sauce, you're in, right? What, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, and for but everyone no, listening, uh, all the Americans go, oh, yeah, coconut shrimp. Oh, for sure. You know, most who, who doesn't like coconut shrimp? That's what we want to know. If you're listening to us, one of your four million, uh, yeah. raise, you know, just tell us if you don't like coconut shrimp. Um, so, yeah, and anyway. if you if you think if, if you're British or European and you're thinking shrimp is some little thing, think of kind of like shrimp on steroids and pumped up basically with all kinds of good things. So it's like the size of a the size of a small fist dipped in <laughs> batter with coconut, dropped in chili, sweet chili sauce. What could possibly go wrong? I uh, love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, today we're we're excited to share some more thoughts for you. Um, we've been on this 100x leader tour. By the way, oh, big announcement. Uh, connector moment here uh, we just got announced uh, the 100x leader book just got announced as one of the top 25 best business and leadership 20, books. 20 just yeah that's 20. right top 20 uh, business and leadership books on Amazon um, for 2019 they were like fired up and they're giving you know more focus and distribution and they're they're fired up to, to work with us mm. which which is awesome it's so fun so it thank is, you so. all 
Yeah, thanks everyone. And by the way, thank you for everyone who also has gone onto Amazon and written a review. If you've read it and loved it and haven't written a review, that would be incredibly helpful. If you're not going to give us a five-star rating, don't bother. That's my Pioneer Connector <laughs> loving charm coming through. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, that, thank you, and that would be helpful. But uh, yeah, it, you know, and I, yeah, I think what it, what's just so, so fun and rewarding, it just, it, it works. It's helpful. It's mm. really, really a, a good, helpful book. And I think uh, it's for any, any leader that you have, um, it'd just be a good resource. So, all right, there we go. That's the Connector Creative coming out uh, as a highlight. I forgot that that had happened this week. So um, today, we're going to have a big topic. Steve, what are, we, what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about a phrase which I think is sticky enough that it'll work. It's called 70-30 for all. And uh, what it really has come out of is I've been, um, I've been up in Kentucky in a small town called Stanford with Amy Norton, who's one of our giant partners, working with um, an incredible group of companies based around the First Southern Bank. And over two days, we, we did voices with them. Um, and we had a, a strategic time, really, with their three, I guess, guys who've been together, families, for 35 years. And one of the things that Jess um, Corral, who's the, who's the kind of the founder, I guess, the, the main driver, he suddenly realized that actually as he heard voices, as he engaged with this 70-30 principle, that actually at least one person in the team had actually simply been working at a, at a place to serve the team over years but it wasn't actually their great fit. And in true, he's a connector credit pioneer like you, Jeremy, so you, you, you would love each other. It's amazing. He guy. literally said, when we, when we looked at the 10-year vision, <laughs> and obviously, if he's like you, an amazing guy. <laughs> Careful your boomerang doesn't get you into YouTube. <laughs> that reminds me and, of the time when I... No. <laughs> and, and basically, when we were looking at what, could they, what would they most love to see happen over the next 10 years, and we went in voice order, so... We had a creative go first, then the Guardian, you know. And by the time we got to the connector, one of the things that Jess said, which for me was profoundly said, I want to create a culture where every employee of the thousands we have, that's 70, 30 or better for everyone. And it really just stuck with me of going, what an incredible principle, not just because it's going to be amazing for the individuals who are going to end up doing work that they're made for, but what would happen to the performance of any organization? You know, if you think of um, become, build, lead, what would it look like for the, all of us here and listening to go, if we're leading an organization, if 70, 30 or better became a, a value and a mantra, what would happen to the performance of our organization? And it made me think a little bit as well. Obviously, Jeremy, I've got connector as a second voice, so it always makes us, me think of us. I certainly thought if, if there's plenty of things that you and I have not got right over the years, but I would say if one of the things our team in many ways affirms in us is we've usually recruited people based on character because we just have a sense of the right people. And it's usually taken a while, but eventually we found a way to put them, we've said, in the right seat on the bus. But a way of describing it maybe better using our tools mm -hmm. would be is we've actually been living out this desire for 70, 30 or better for each of our team members. We just didn't do it as succinctly as Jess summed it up in true connected tagline style. So t tell me a little bit about how you see that playing out in, in our world. Maybe teach the 70, 30 principle so that everybody knows what we're talking about as well. Yeah, so, so for those listening, uh, the, the ideal, uh, and it's, the, it's um, affectionately known as Cockham's Law as well, the idea... Uh, is that if you get people, 70% um, of your time is in the things that 
are energizing, the things that you're unconsciously competent in, that you can just do in your sleep, and you're just really gifted in. 30% of your time are the things that you've learned how to do. They could be a little bit draining. Um, and so for each one of us, they're just different based on our roles, based on our personalities and wiring. And so for what brings me life may not bring someone else life. And so just understanding that 70-30. But if you're, if you're at 60-40 but trending down, then you're trending to 50-50, then maybe 40-60, and ultimately 30-70, then over time that becomes underwater. You're actually drowning. And when you're drowning, you're drowning. You're dying. And it's not necessarily helpful for you or the team. And a lot of people, like Steve was sharing in this one example, will sacrifice themselves for the team. But then they'll become jaded, frustrated, and they'll go, yeah, what happened to Mary? You know, she used to be the life of the party. And well, she might have been 30, 70 for about a year and a half. And that, mm-hmm. so now she's not as productive. She's not. So her sacrifice actually was not helpful. Um, and the 70-30 actually gives objective language to have conversations you might not have ever had before. Yeah, that's great. And I think one of the things I did with them which which helped was to overlay voices and say, if you can spend 70% of your time using your first and second voices, that will always be energizing, engaging. It doesn't feel like work. It feels like you're simply doing what you were made for. You will always then have the energy for the 30%, which usually are represented by your fourth and fifth voice. So for me, if I'm pioneering and connecting, which basically means I'm exploring the frontiers, I'm kind of out meeting people, being strategic, you know, dreaming how to change the world and actually having fun with strategic people. I can do that all day, every day. Like you're doing this week. There you go. This week is just like heaven for me. It's awesome. Whereas actually when it comes to the guardian nurturer, I can do it. It's not, don't forget that we can't do it. It's just, it's always a conscious behavior. So for me to truly care for people and be in the weeds of people's pain and challenges, that, that's alert behavior for me. And similarly with the guardian detail, you know, how, how do, how do you actually write board reports and systems and processes and policies and procedures and, all the things that go with legals and contracts and spreadsheets, all of those things I can do, but it is a learnt behavior and it's conscious competence at best. So that's my example of going, you know, for you listening is your 70% is really your first two voices. Your 30% is usually your, your last two. And actually, actually taking a snapshot, which is the 70, 30 principle is of going right now in my life, where is it? So Jess, talk to us, I mean, I guess as well, it's always helpful. So talk to us a little bit about your 70-30 at the moment, where it's come from, where you see it going, and maybe also we can celebrate some of the members of our team as well on this call because a number of them we're watching, you know, actually go to a different level of productivity and performance because I think the 70-30 principle is live in their lives. So if you think about the idea of you can't give what you don't possess. So let's just say you are the leader and you're 30-70, and you've got to lead a group of people, you could actually get uh, very jaded and frustrated at someone who is 70-30 on your team <laughs> and kind of play the sacrifice card. And I've done that in the past. I've been there going, oh, man, it would sure be nice to be where you guys are. Wish I could do Are you, are you, are you leading to my golf on my calendar here, Jerry? <laughs> so, but it's, that, is a, uh, that is a tendency for, for mm-hmm. the connector creative to... But to, to go, um, for you, you, you 
can give what you do possess. So if you're at 70-30, the chances of you being more effective as a leader goes up dramatically because you're more healthy. And so you can see things differently than being, when you're underwater, it's hard to see. So uh, with, in my case, I'm probably about a 65-35. I'm probably getting closer to 70-30. And so that feels really, really good. Part of my 70-30 issue is not anybody else. It's myself. Mm. So it's actually my own inhibition, not pro- prohibition in my world, because I take on responsibility for things. Mm-hmm. So I take on other people's responsibilities. And there's some other things, like in our, in our world, um, uh, other things affect Giant, because we have the Prairie at Post, our modern farmhouse development. We literally hung the sign on the meeting house last night, which symbolizes that we're finished with mm-hmm. that development. So all of a sudden, I'm about to get massive time back. I'm also about to get my wife back in her time. <laughs> so that mm-hmm. dynamic actually affects... So one dynamic of something you're working on actually affects mm-hmm. the main thing. So my 70-30 is not just giant. It's my whole life. And yeah. so putting it all together, I'm at a much, much better place, which then gives mm-hmm. me the better uh, future view of our teammates as well. I mean, I think in the end, if you think, you know, I'm a pioneer connector with ENTP and Jeremy's a connector creative ENFP, in some ways, Jeremy, because of the nature of you being in America, you've borne a larger responsibility for what I would call the CEO type responsibilities, mainly because I run away probably more quickly than you do and you have a great responsibility, Gene, as an only child. But actually watching what's happening is we've brought Rich Webb, um, our pioneer guardian, ENTJ, into play this kind of integrator role, kind of our um, COO type role, where where you and I, you know, we, we have a call every single day, the three of us, where for the first time, I think you're beginning to trust and believe the competence that somebody who's actually, that is their 70-30. It's hard to believe for me that anyone loves bringing that much organization, discipline and system. So Rich has become the scrum master general for those of you who speak agile. And our team are absolutely loving living in the sprint model with a much more disciplined organization. But I think what it's doing is it's freeing us into a much fuller expression of what does 70-30 look like. Therefore, we're able to bring our best as well. So, you know, just to celebrate Rich and to watch somebody um, using their 70-30, which is different and complementary to yours. I know a number of leaders I work with almost feel bad giving anybody administrative tasks <laughs> because because I don't like it. I assume mm-hmm. I'm dropping it on someone's plate. But we have another incredible lady called like Tracy Rader, who is guardian nurturer, I suspect, and she loves bringing order, discipline. You know, it's almost like she adores doing it. And for me, like project management, event management, the micro details, just that realization, guys, is that. Just because you don't find something easy, i.e. it's in your fourth and fifth voice, the good news is there are people in your team, in your life, in your organization, for whom that's them bringing their absolute best to the table. So 70-30 for all is a is not just a corny mantra. I actually believe it is the secret to long-term retention of key staff, but also outrageous performance of a team. Because people are expressing something of who they are through that almost vocation in a team rather than just going through the motions for a paycheck. Yeah, so if you think then, Steve, about going back to the 100x leader as the Sherpa, if your role is to be a Sherpa for your people, that means that you're fighting for their highest possible good, 
That means that you're bringing the support that they need. So think about the mountain, people, uh, all those listening on Mount Everest, the Sherpa go ahead of you. They put ropes and ladders and they make a way for you to get to the next level. Then they come behind you and they push you and challenge you. Sometimes that means they, they help you with, with, with what's undermining you. But some of that, simply 70-30 is a massive piece of that. So if you're a Sherpa, if you truly are bought into the idea of getting 100% healthy and learning to multiply other people, then you need to go before them to help them smooth their path so that they can get to a higher level because they're an asset. And, it, you know, we've used the metaphor of the plant. Uh, there's all types. They, they want to bloom. They want to grow. Well, that means then you need to be actively helping them. And if they feel that you're proactively helping them get to 70-30, then you'll be someone that they want to follow, not have to follow, because they'll see mm-hmm. that you're actually working to help them. Now, yeah, there, there are like some it. times, though, that you're, everyone agrees, well, someone's got to do this work. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. And so if you protect people and go, yeah, 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 just do it, and then nobody does the work, that's not helpful either. So someone's yeah. got to do the work, but it, at least you're actively talking about it. And I think that's what the beauty of 7030 for All is. And for those of you who have already been through the 100X Leaders Summit, you'll know that one of the tools we're saying that is foundational for Sherpas is the ability to liberate others to ask, first thing in the, at the end of the week, am I prepared to fight for the highest possible good of those I lead? And the third question is, how do I help them get to the next level? Well, how do I help them get to the next level is exactly what Jeremy's just described. What you want is to understand what is their 70-30? What does that kind of look like? What type of task, roles, responsibilities actually allow them to perform at their very best and have energy? Because often sometimes people think, well, you know, in order to be, to kind of be really significant, I need to play this role or I need to have this role in the organization. It's amazing what happens. Sometimes, you know, I guess the Peter Prince was people get promoted to their level of incompetence. I wonder where the, another way of expressing it is they get promoted to a place where the 70-30 that they were thriving in suddenly becomes very, very different because there are certain people who are incredibly entrepreneurial, are brilliant at connecting vision and effectively selling and building partnership. They don't often make the most effective leaders of organizations because they're at their best at the interface between the organization and the client the moment they end up running the organization, effectively, it often ends up being hard work for everybody. And I think that's something that I think entrepreneurs particularly have to be aware of. The gifts that get to start up off the ground are not the same that actually let establishment happen. And I feel like we're, we're kind of, we're in that phase, aren't we, really? And it's quite fun to watch the productivity and the health of people in our world at the moment as we really see more people in that 70-30 principle. Absolutely. And, and so I think that's then the, the opportunity for you. You know, that's what we do. Everyone listening, the, the Liberator podcast is just designed to, to shift your mindset, to get you to think about things that you might not have ever thought about before. And these are the little things, but the little things have a big, they make a big impact. And so 70-30 is massive. <laughs> just the idea of going, what would happen if you were in your sweet spot? How would that affect everyone around you? Uh, how much more happy are you in a given day? How much more productive are you? How much, you know, all of those things. So to be proactive and being intentional means that you're stopped being accidental. You're thinking for yourself, what do I need to do to get to 70-30? And it's not selfish. It's actually very, very life-giving. Because when you're fully alive, the ripple effects that come with that, 
But then if you begin to do that for other people and become intentional for them, they will begin to really respect and appreciate you even more. So again, for, for all of you to go think about the idea of what if you simply made a 70-30 um, plan for your people? What if you took all the people in your life and you looked at uh, your, you looked at yourself first, then you looked at your family, and then we looked at your team, and you basically laid all of those out. And again, what would it look like to be 70-30 for all? And made that, that'd be a great summer uh, uh, goal. So good. And uh, I think my, my final word that you usually ask me for is, 100-0 is selfishness. And it's actually, so we're not looking at how do I get to 100-0? How do I only do what I'm actually naturally unconsciously good at? Because actually a lot of our growth and character and learning how to be a team player at times happens when we model the ability to use the things that are hard yards for us. So 70-30 is a deliberate intent because it allows us to be healthy, but it doesn't create an indulgent culture where we go, oh, I, don't, I don't do care at all or I don't do details. That's not what we're talking about here. We are able to use all five voices, but some of them are more natural for us. And that's just to correct, because somebody often said, you know, well, I heard, you know, that's my fifth voice. I don't have to do Guardian anymore. No, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is just to be cognizant of what is life-giving, what is easy, what is unconscious competence, and what do you actually need to maybe allow time for, because it will take energy from. So 100-0 is not what we're looking for. 70-30 is a deliberate calibration, because often our character grows at the places where we are stretched to do the things that we wouldn't choose to do or at least that's my experience as a pioneer connector so any final uh, thoughts from you jeremy no I, I think it's great i think all of those that you're listening um they're the common language of 70 30 it's a great example of how that language if you put it in your system it will stick and it will stay and it gives people the opportunity to have dialogue and conversations where they might not know how to have conversation so in the future, you can simply come back to them and go, hey, how's your 70-30? Where are you at right now? It's a snapshot. It's, a gr- it's another great principle that we use at Giant to help people. It's a tool. Uh, but it's really a benchmarking tool to, and a snapshot. So try it out. Uh, do it for yourself right now. Um, do your 70-30. Where are you at right now? Then revisit it either monthly or quarterly or annually, however you want to do it. And then start using it for your family and for your team. And I think I think it could just be a great uh, a great tool for you to have breakthrough and impact. Love it. There we go. Until next, hey, until next time, friends. Uh, you never know where we're going to be next time. And uh, some fun things that Steve and I are both working on, and and our teams are working on. So excited uh, for that. We'll be sharing more on the Hundred X system here uh, soon as well. So thanks for your. Um, friendship and partnership and liberation and we wish you all the very best until next time cheers thanks so much for listening that concludes today's episode of the liberator podcast from giant worldwide you can find out more information about us online at giantworldwide.com